Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Jim Bowen. I hope you're doing well. I'd like to talk to you about a subject that I hear about a lot, and that subject is office politics. Sometimes leaders uh, place blame on office politics for some of their failures. I've, uh, I've heard a lot of frustrated colleagues say this about their organizational culture. It's not rocket science, it's political science. Or really is it? Politics is sort of the default place to blame just about anything that doesn't work in uh, your organization. And the more, more ones passed over for promotions or perks or special projects, the more cynical they become. And the more likely they will view their corporation as quote unquote political. Well, candidly, I believe this issue will become even a greater challenge for the next generations of workers. But uh, what does politics really mean? Well, here's my definition. Politics in the workplace is generally a perception of favoritism or an abuse of power. At the personal level, it looks like I feel left out of a discussion. Decisions are being made without my input. I was passed over for promotion and someone else is promoted instead of me. And there's obviously favoritism going on here that negatively impacts me. Now, each of these statements is very ego invested. In other words, we believe we were treated poorly because of some nefarious, clandestine, underhanded stealth plot to damage our reputation and stall our career. Politics then is an abuse of power. But that simply may not be true. Here's why. Power is a reality in the workplace. There is a competition for jobs within a corporation. There's a scarcity of resources. And there are limited opportunities at the top. Jeffrey Pfeffer of Harvard University wrote entire books on the subject of organizational power. And it's a reality we cannot avoid. Here are a couple of different views of power. The famous one we've heard from Lord Acton, power corrupts and absolute power corrupts absolutely. Secondly, power has such a bad name that many good people persuade themselves they want nothing to do with it. And that's from John Gardner, very famous organizational executive thinker. And then power is the capacity to translate intention into reality and sustain it. That's Venice and Nanas. I kind of like that one a lot. So let's look at power at a different level. Let's look at it at the organizational level. Organizations cannot simply do everything they'd like to do, nor should they. That means some people will get their way at this time, but maybe in the future. Decisions must be made, resources must be prioritized, and some projects must be jettisoned because they're ineffective. Team members are directly impacted by those decisions, and not everyone is going to be happy about it. Organizations and groups are not immune from power conflicts, yet we tend to use the euphemism politics to describe the use and abuse of power in organizations. So as much as we would like, the use and abuse of power will not go away. Pfeffer writes it this way. He says, unless we are willing to come to terms with organizational power and influence and admit the skills of getting things done are as important as the skills of figuring out what to do, our organizations will fall further and further behind, end quote. So it's time for a personal reflection. Did someone else get promoted because they were better fit? 
maybe more highly trained, maybe had better education, maybe because they built a network and had better organizational connections. That's not necessarily political. That's very thoughtful leadership. What's your track record of achievements? What's your work ethic? How are you making yourself visible in the corporation? Did you effectively make a pitch? Were you honestly the right person for the job? Time will tell. So here's how to remain focused if things seem tipped against you. What are your goals in life? What do you want to attain? How do you see yourself fitting into the organization? How will you build a reputation for yourself that builds your power of influence? What will you do to remove your own excuses for not achieving a desired role? Some of my personal observations are this. Someone who continually complains about politics is not likely to get the jobs and projects they want. In short, their complaints limit their effectiveness and their long-term cynicism will damage their teams. If all your teams ever hear about is it's politics, that is going to pollute your team. It's better to determine your own destiny in the workplace through achievement, success, effective networking, and just good old hard work. One of my former bosses said he hired me into a major project because I was not, quote, political. To me, all that meant was this. I focused on getting the job done. And that's the advice I would give to anyone who wants to overcome the perception that organizational politics is managing your life. Your career belongs to you and you alone. So is it politics or is it you? Thank you for your time. Take care now. This is Dr. Jim Bowen signing off.